Three, one, two. Yeah. You know why sound guys can only count to two? Because on three you have to lift. I get it. <laughs> Do you want to touch base before we? I'm recording, but it's we don't have to include any of this. No. Doesn't matter. No. No. That doesn't matter. No. Yeah, I've been fine. Yeah, I've been fine. Yep. Yeah. Get to work outside. That's always good. Better than sitting around on my ass in the house. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, as I say, yeah, it's got a lot nicer, isn't it? Kind of sudden. Yeah. I guess it is April, though. You kind of expect it. To yeah, be come on. Getting warm. You know. <laughs> I usually got my tan going by now. <laughs> well, welcome to Mom Fears My Podcast. My name is Mike, and with me is my father, Alan. Hello there. Already tan. Already tan. From the spring. From the spring. <laughs> um, I feel like I wind up engaging in a lot of small talk at work, because I'm always dealing with many different parents, and I'm dealing with, you know, different teaching artists, and so the weather comes up a lot. I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir. You must see a thousand people every day coming through the station, and... Wah, wah, wah. Right. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> It's too wet, it's too cold. No, now it's too hot, no. Okay. Right. But I kind of feel like this, like this is what this is what spring is. Spring is, it's 60 degrees one day, and then it's 32 the other, and yeah. it might rain, and if it happens to be 32, it's going to turn into snow. Like, this is... Or oh, ice up the roads, and... Right. Yeah. Nice. Especially in this area. I feel like the the East Coast, especially Pennsylvania, is kind of kind of well known for having ridiculous uh, transition seasons fall and spring is always a little bit of everything yeah but at least we're not swimming in the mississippi river in the middle of our backyard you right. know or right. uh, or uh, trying to get our cows out of the field in iowa and that was kind of weird <laughs> What was that? Oh, they, they they had to get all the farm animals out of the. Oh, I missed it. Out off the fields, you know. I mean, it's nice and flat out there, which means the river just runs wherever it wants to. You know, <laughs> when it overflows, right, right, it goes where it wants to go. So you can look for pork prices to go up, and probably beef prices and uh, <laughs> corn. Let's see, what else is Iowa good for? <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all. That's all. That's all. Yeah, that's all. But. No offense, Iowa. No, you know, surprisingly, there's a, there's a couple of uh, heavy metal bands that came out of Iowa, too. I think just from sheer boredom. No, is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing a lot of online gaming. I met a... I just got involved with a group of, of dads, gaming dads, that they're called... It's called gaming dads. Gaming dads. Yeah, and... Um, so there's I just met a, met a lot of people. Most of them are from England. There's a lot. There's people from from Czechoslovakia and Australia and like all these places. And a couple of times, you know, I'd be gaming and you know, I'd say, well, I'm, I was actually I got a snow day today. You know, I don't have the kids and I don't have to go to work because it's a snow day. You know, talk to somebody who's you know used to having two feet of snow drop on them, and they're right. like, it it would be clear here in a half an hour. And I'm like, well, that's the that's the beauty of Pennsylvania yeah, is that when true. it does drop snow on you, yeah. everything shuts down, you get a day off. <laughs> I mean, it kind of sucks if you need to, you know, find something for, you know, somewhere for the kids to be, but I don't know. We, uh, I cherish my snow days here because it means that the art center that I work at that follows the, you know, academic schedule doesn't open. It means my kids don't go to school. You know, it's it becomes a becomes a free day of uh, playing board games and video games and throwing snowballs. There we go, yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah, I know the people in Minnesota are probably laughing, oh, Pennsylvania got four inches of snow, poor people, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got four feet of snow and, and no place to put it. Oh, but, yeah. Um, the time I drove into, uh, when, we, when uh, I worked in Chicago... For the four-month um, co-op in in college, I drove in. It was January twenty-second, and I drove in, or January fifteenth, or something like that. And there was there was nineteen inches of snow, is what the final 
oh, yeah. snowfall drop yeah. was in the morning that we drove into. And not only was it fine, I mean, visibility sucked like it would, but the roads were fine on the way in because they'd been salting them every, you know, 15 minutes. Right. And the next morning we were, you know, we could go anywhere we wanted. We'd right. go to work. The roads were clear. Sure. But they, you know, bring out the army of salt trucks because when it's when it's winter and it snows, they tear it up. Well, they're used to winter up there, too. They're yeah. used to winter there. So, I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence about it getting warm again. <laughs> no, no, I'm ready for spring. I'm ready for spring. Well, actually, I'm ready for summer, but I know I got to wait for that. So. Yeah, you got to make it. Got to make it through the spring first. Um. Yeah. No, I've. Um, I'm I saw you cut the tree down. Oh, you did say out it? back. Yeah, did you see it? Oh, okay. <laughs> Came in. There was just a six foot stump. Yeah. Standing in the middle. What happened to the tree? Yeah. It it's just dying to, slowly. Oh, it was just... just dying from the bottom up. All my, all my, all my spruce trees are dying from the bottom up. You guys are outliving the trees. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> That's a good sign. Yeah, I have, I have pictures when those picture of the house when the trees were little, and now now most of them are gone. <laughs> I think I think I counted thirty. 32 trees with that one right there that I've taken off this place. Wow, really? Uh, in various stages of right. dying off or falling over. or Well, you remember the three fell in the driveway. Yeah, yeah. The three pine trees at different times. One went on one of your cars. Yes, I remember that. But, uh, you know, they fall down or they died or... There was there were seven dead ones out front when we moved here. <laughs> it's right off the bat. Right yeah. off the bat. I don't think we were, I don't think we even went to settlement yet, and I had guys in there cutting those trees down. But uh, yeah, and then we spent today we spent yesterday cutting it down, or some of the day cutting it down, and then today we burned it. Took a oh. Probably a couple hours to get it all burned up. Yeah. Not, not the big pieces. You saw the big pieces. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I can't. I'm not going to burn those. Or they just take too long. Right. That No, that's that's like a bonfire for a party. Yeah. That's a 4th of July bonfire yeah. right there. Well, actually, it's township cleanup next weekend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they're going to the back of my wagon, and they're going to the township. And they can burn them. Though. Well, they got a big chipper. They got a big chipper, and they chip it all up, and then you can go over and get... You can go over and get mulch if you wanted. You know, I didn't think I would miss this. Like, I didn't think I would miss doing yard work and stuff. I mean, living in the apartment now, it's like... Yeah. I live on an orchard, so it's I still have the benefit of having... Seeing all this land and, right. and trees and beauteous <laughs> splendor. But uh, I don't have to maintain any of it. Which I guess frees up some time, but I... Uh, I don't know. I kind of miss working up a sweat in the yard and you know, being able to sit back and grill and say, "Look at look at what I've done. Look at what I accomplished." Yeah, yeah. We even fired up the grill <laughs> one day last week. I cook. I cook over the winter sometimes, you know, but it's been kind of right. nasty out there between the wind and the snow blowing across here, you know. But we got out. Oh, what day was it? It was a day off. I had Wednesday, Wednesday last week, I think. Fired up the grill and got out there and made some good burgers. Yeah, see, good burgers. This is, this is gonna make me. I'm gonna have to get steak for this weekend. Though. See that? See that? Okay. Yeah. Well, good deal. So, uh, uh, Willet um, turned nine years old, as you know. Wow. About a week and a half ago. Yeah, nine nine years old. Mom called and said, how old is he? <laughs> She's like, nine or ten? I was like, and don't worry, I feel the same way. Yeah. I said, no, he's nine. He's a, he's a 2010 baby, so it's always, it's always easy to, to figure that out. Um, but yeah, and you guys had found him the guitar. Um, yeah. Somebody was getting rid of the little half-size guitar, mm -hmm. acoustic guitar. Well, he, uh, he found it... Um, 
in my room about a week before his birthday. I think oh, okay. I told you this yeah, in well. person, but I'm I'm retelling it. Yes. So he found it. Um, I had it. And, you know, in retrospect, I should have thrown something over it, a t-shirt, anything, mm-hmm. but they're not really supposed to be in my room because there's, you know, all the audio equipment oh, and sure. all that stuff oh, sure. set up and the, <laughs> and the illegal things. And... Yeah, right. No, so he, 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 uh, he was in the room and he, you know, opened, looked, looked behind the door and the guitar was sitting on the, on the music stand and he goes, this is almost my size. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, it's. It's it's yours. Like you might as okay. It's you might as well take it. I said this is from Grammy and Papa. This is your birthday present. So he absolutely loved it. Completely floored mm-hmm. by having his own guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like the Friday before the the weekend. It was about a week before his birthday, but right. it was a weekend that I had them. Okay. So um, that Friday night, he made me teach him how to play Happy Birthday. <laughs> right, so I taught him how to tune it because I I let him use one of my tuners and I showed him how to tune it and then I showed him how to do it with just his ear and the right. fifth frets and everything, um, and then I taught him Happy Birthday and then the next day he had this little red journal that he hadn't written anything in it yet, but on the cover of it it says Willits songs and it has two lightning bolts and a hand doing the metal <laughs> horns you know the the devil horns heavy metal sign. And so he handed me that book, and he wanted me to write tablature. Then he started asking me how to play my songs. So he asked for two of my songs specifically, two of his favorites. And I taught him how to read tablature, and I wrote everything out. And damn, if he doesn't take to it the same way he took to the violin. Like, he picked up how to read the tablature, what, what the direction... You know, I told him one time about... Well, actually, the first string is the smallest one. And down here, you're actually counting from the bottom up. And he's just like, oh, okay. And just ran with it. So he's playing everything nice and slow, right? I'm trying to teach him the right way to do the the fingering on the fretboard. And he picks it up every single morning. Every morning that he gets dropped off before school. They have have about an hour and 20 minutes. He picks it up for at least 15 minutes and plays. He's loving it. Oh, that's great. And he's loving that he is playing my songs. He asked me how to play one of the ones that I that I wrote for a show, um, for the Shakespeare show, As You Like It, at the Lantern. It was all this folk music versions of, of Shakespeare songs. And when I recorded the CD for the cast, I let him hear it. And this was, you know, two, three years ago now. And he wanted a recording of his own. So he's had a recording of these songs. Right. He knows the lyrics. He sings them. He knows everything. So oh, I taught yeah. him one of those songs, too. I just, like... He's just loving it. So, job well done. <laughs> that guitar was a, an absolute hit. I have, um, you know, you you guys don't have the interwebs, but le- when we get done here, let me show you the pictures I have of him. I didn't show you these yet, did I? I didn't see any pictures. Of- <sighs> pictures that I took. You know what? I'm not even. I'm not even gonna wait. But this, these are just. And, like, he wasn't posing for these either. These are just candids while he was playing in the kitchen. But that's my that's my nine-year-old. Wow. How awesome is that? Wow. You're like <laughs> a young Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just absolutely loving it. Hold on, wait. Here's another one of him playing. Just like, because Judas was bothering him. Oh, okay. So he came into the kitchen while I was doing the dishes and sat on the stool in the kitchen by the window and wanted to play. Wow, look at him go. And just rocking it. I love it. <clears throat> so, thank you. That's, I mean, that's another thing, too. Like, he and Judas are just, like, at each other's throats these days. It's really, really frustrating because they finally, they finally just passed, I think, that age gap. Where, I mean, well, it's nine, Jude is five, he's going to be six in two months. And, like, their, their interests just don't line up anymore. Right. Like, I got, Will, I got Will an iPod for his birthday because his MP3 player was kind of junky and it broke. And um, he hasn't had anything to listen to music on in a while. And, like, you know, they just, they just want to do different things. Jude wants to play still toys. Like, every once in a while, Will will get down and play Legos with him. Yeah. But it, it yeah. doesn't last long. Because Jude still doesn't quite grasp the concept of yes and. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> like, let's incorporate both of our ideas into the same play. It just doesn't happen. So it's that's 
frustrating. And I find myself, you know, having to spend time with just one or the other. But we're also trying to make time for date nights where, you know, Katie and I each take one of them so that we can have, like, focus time and they can do things they specifically want to do, which is really good for them. But, man, it's like... Yeah, yeah. yeah that might not be a bad idea. Let them, let them go one or the other. Yeah. Separately, well, you know. And so here's another thing too: is that I don't, I don't want to prevent them from problem solving with each other, for learning how to end a conversation, end an argument. You know, so the last thing I ever want to do is step in and say, "Both of you go to your corners and stop talking to right. each other." Right. But it gets to, you know, it gets to that point where mm. you just got to step in and say, "Enough is enough." Enough. You need to, you need yeah. to find a solution. You yeah. need to find a resolution. And I, I let you guys go as long as you can, but yeah. now you're like screaming and crying at each other, and it's like, and and they they really are like, they can make the other one cry oh, yeah. so easily because oh, yeah. oh, yeah. they're just they're so close and they know each other. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're probably not the right people to even talk about it because you were an only child. Yeah. I was not an only child, but there was eight years between me and Elena and ten years between me and Alan. So right. I, I kind of feel like other than the oh you're my little brother kind of time right. that you got to spend together, yeah. once I was once I was a certain age there wasn't, there weren't similar things for us to do, no, you know. No. Um, when when Elena was twelve, she didn't want to hang around with a four-year-old kid. You know, so. <laughs> no, no. When she was sixteen, she did want to dress up her eight-year-old well, yeah, well, brother. Uh, yeah. oh. but not every day. So, but yeah, so that's um, that's a girl thing. Yeah, I guess that's a girl thing. I guess yeah. so. Um, so I don't know. That's that's just frustrating right now because I want to. You know, we're we're moving forward with life as a new, you know, split family unit. And, uh, you know, sometimes I I just want to make sure that it's not like everything has to be perfect all the time. Right. I just want everything to be healthy. And I, and I know that eventually they'll come back together and it'll be fine. But, like, I, I want them to go through life always knowing that they can count on each other. You know, like, right. I'm always going to be there for them. Right. But I still would rather them rely on each other. I don't know. I want them to rely on themselves, but you know that that sibling bond is. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have that. I I can't speak to it, although seeing seeing Elena and Alan, right? You know, they were two years apart, almost two years apart, and that was interesting because you know. Alan wanted to. Alan wanted to be the bully, right? <laughs> seems, and uh, Lena was a little princess, so <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and, and it, everything worked out all right. They, uh, you know, they get along famously now, as they do with you. I'm sure. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, they're all we're good. You know, it's all good. It comes. It comes around. You got to, but you may have to. You you may have to step in sometimes and say, now, that's too rough, you know. I mean, we did that with Alan a lot. That's too rough. Yeah. yeah. You love your sister, I know, but that's too rough, <laughs> you know. And that was mostly your mother, you know. She she took care of that. But, but yeah, Will has such a size advantage on June. Oh, I yeah. mean, aside from being three years old, oh, yeah. Will it's still in the ninety eighth percentile oh, for yeah. height and weight in his age. And oh yeah, he's a, um, he just he shot up. I, so I I did the lines on my doorway oh, in the did kitchen you? Did you? when I first moved in last April. Right. So it's almost a year ago. Judas is three inches taller than he was last time. What? And Willet is about an inch and a half taller. Wow. Like, it's insane yeah. how much they jumped up yeah. in a year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's definitely a couple of times where I have to remind him, like, you can't lay on your brother. Or, like, he'll try and grab his feet while he's walking. I'm like, dude. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're going to make him fall on his face. Right on his face. On one of these very hard, very sharp pieces of furniture in right. my living room. So, 
I guess, I mean, it's never going to end. By yeah. the time they're driving, I'm sure I'm going to be paranoid about all other ways they can hurt themselves oh, yeah. and well, each there's, other. There's always new ways, too. There's always new ways. <laughs> um, that's that's funny. I was I was nine when we moved out here. And that's, that's well, I was nine in a couple months. So I'm right there with, with Willett as to remembering what it's like to be that size. Right. Know? And then it was just... Uh, it was different for me. I don't know. I never had anybody to play with, so I met I met the neighbors. You know, they were half a mile away. <laughs> as the nine year old kid had to walk, not as a crow flies, but as a nine year old kid had to walk. It was it was a half a mile. So, so uh, should just take the jeep. They wouldn't let you take the jeep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't allowed to get out on the road yet. <laughs> I found a picture of me behind the wheel of a Jeep. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'll have to dig that out. Going through some old stuff here, trying to decide what I want to keep and what I want to get rid of. Right. Looks like I should get rid of this whole room, but <laughs> but there's a, I don't know. It's tough letting go of stuff. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm into some of this stuff, you know. Yeah. I keep running across things. I found my... I found a couple old um, dance programs. Nice from uh, from Lindsay, not from Lena. But, oh, okay. Well, we have those too, but they're already put away. And uh, you know, found some found some old newspapers my parents saved. Wow! From the end of World War Two, the end of Korea. You know. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, newspapers don't newspapers don't aren't worth a lot of money because they're paper. But right, but, uh, they also don't still, take up a lot know, of space. And I keep running <laughs> running over running across newspaper articles of the family. You know, I found a picture of my father and my uncle and one of their friends with three deer on top of a, a forty-seven Kaiser. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Found a picture. Found that picture the other day, and it was in the newspaper back then. You know, back then they put stuff like that in the paper. You know, now, right. it, now it's cruelty to animals. It was news. Yeah, it's just, it's so below the poor deer. Now it's know. news for a different reason. But now, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the three of them all got a deer, and they're all on top of my uncle Rab's car. Huh? Yeah, just stuff like that. You know, I keep running across stuff. I got boxes to go through yet. So this last time, I, I I had I had made a box um, when we moved into the to the house in Kennet. Then I'd put tape on the the top of it, and it basically said, "If unopened by you know January first, twenty eighteen, throw yeah. away." Yeah. And sure enough, I opened it up, and it was you know a bunch of old computer pieces that I thought I might use one day for yeah. something, but now it's you know the obsolete and you know there's a bunch of other wires and pieces of things that i don't think i need and i chucked the whole box and i don't know yeah then moving you know i got a storage unit when i moved into the apartment so that way i had some stuff saved but um i really i really did a pick and choose you know i got i got rid of a lot i mean there's there's things that have gone missing that drive me crazy like the the first iteration of all the hero quest board games like realizing what they're worth now my head exploded that i couldn't find those oh, um but what i what i wound up doing was replacing them on ebay <laughs> got into a bidding war right, with people right, you know right. um and and certain stuff like that but there's you know there's a bunch of old toys now that are worth a lot of money but at least i still have all the star wars stuff but um but i but i don't know there's it's become easier with places like you know, Second and Charles and Goodwill and stuff like that. It's become easier to look at a, a box full of books, and I was like, I don't, I, I wouldn't even take the time to read these because there's so right. many other things that I actually want to read. Right. So. Well, all my boxes say, if not opened by twenty one eighteen, <laughs> put it back in a closet. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I'm bad that way, I guess. But 
Well, it's all right. But every once in a while, people go, whoa, you still got that? I said, yeah, I still got it. Want to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had, I mean, we had that whole garage at Baltimore Pike. We had a oh, yeah. two-car garage. I mean, it probably could have fit three cars in that thing. Um, full of stuff. There weren't even cars in there, at least not ones that were oh, no. operating. Uh, one day I got, the, I got the Camaro in there and then decided it was too small. I was going to bang it, <laughs> so I moved it out. I pulled it out and never put another car in it. <laughs> we had the mower in there, No, the right? mower was in there. And all, uh. But, yeah, I mean, that was – I don't – I don't even know how, and this house is smaller than Baltimore Pike, and doesn't have a garage, and doesn't have a garage. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know how yeah. you got. Well, it's, it's didn't all make the didn't all make the cut, you know. Right. I left benches. My shop was out there. I left the benches out there. Oh, I left. Yeah. You know, I'm sure there was stuff in the garage yet when I moved. There was, I, I snatched a, I had wood over top of the garage lumber. The only thing I think I got out of there was the black walnut that I'm still using to make stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I'll leave it to you guys to have a god awful yard sale when something happens to me. Uh, <laughs> have a have a big old yard sale? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Is that black walnut, is that stuff from the farm? That's from the farm. That you're... St- like the coffee table and stuff the like that—is that all made from it? Oh. And all the wood and the all the trim in the living room. Those gun racks on the wall right yeah. here. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, there's and there's still some of it. Some of it has cracked over the years. The walnut is has a lot of big knots in it, and. Uh, they dry it out. They spill apart. There's no pull, there's no pulling back together. Right. You can't you can't put that back together. So I actually actually was cutting around a lot of bad spots to finish the living room. You know, we got that window put in the living room. So now I had to find the biggest pieces I had left to right. make to make a new windowsill and a new new trim around the window. And there's still some left, but not much. You know, doesn't need anything. No, it sits in the basement. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't doesn't annoy me. Doesn't <laughs> doesn't cost me anything to keep it in the corner. You know, so uh, and damn, it looks good when it's finished up. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it looks good. When, yeah. Well, but yeah, the. Um, uh, back to the kids, I don't know. I don't know what to say, you know. You're going to have to... Just, you just have to be there, you know, that's all. You just have to be there when they're right. arguing and stuff like that, you know. Can't let it get out of control. Well, and I try, you know, I... Um, the last thing I want to do is yell or, or you know, take take it up another level. Um you know, so I try and talk to everybody calmly and, and just calm people down. And if it comes to, like, okay, let's take a break so I can talk to you, and then I can talk to you, and then I can, you know. Yeah. I mean, I have so many friends and so many parents that I've known who really, like, it's just, like, yell and hit or threaten, and that's how they keep the peace, and it's just not. Well, Healthy, I don't think. I don't think it's it also, is. I don't think it is either. It's know. also not how yeah. my kids yeah. <laughs> roll. You know, they're both pretty sensitive kids. Yeah. They're both really strong. Um, it's not that their um, sensitivity or anything makes them weak. It's just they. Sure. The the bond between all of us is really strong. You know, they, and I don't ever want that to to go away or be. No, of course you don't. Diminished, right. and and I think sometimes the. It's it's easy for people to take advantage of that bond. When you say something like, you know, you don't want to make me angry or you don't want to do this, like that's taking advantage of the right, bond right. that they feel with me to scare them into submission. And like, I don't want to teach them that that's okay to do to other people yeah. or to family. Yeah. But, um, but, I mean, yeah, sometimes I just want to shake them. So. Yeah. Well, see, I can't, I can't even go back and... And pick out a. Trying to think, I thought about this the other day for some reason. I don't know why I was thinking about it. My father, 
I don't think I can put a, a pointer at a specific place when he ever laid a hand on me. Right. And this was this was a long time ago. I mean, this was you right. know, this is what you did. That you was, know. Yeah, that was that was the what thing you did. To do. You know, you beat your kids. You know, <laughs> you know kid with the, there you go, there you go. Take that with you. You know, here, here, here's another one for you. But I can't remember my father ever laying a hand on me. You know, a specific reason. I mean, he was disappointed in me once in a while. Right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nobody will believe that. He was actually disappointed in me. Anyhow, <laughs> I just don't remember him ever really wailing on me, you know. Right. But I was it was the disappointment, I think, is what you know, he gave me he gave me this gave me that look like, you know, well, right. you know You know better. You know better than that, you know. And I did, you know, let's face it, you know. I mean I was all right. I never I never did anything really bad. Right. You know. You know stayed out of jail, stayed, <laughs> stayed alive. Yeah. You know, a couple of things there was. Well, that's it too. It's kind of sketchy, but. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really too worried about. You know the kids. I think that. I, I think that. Um, you know, it's all. It's all very normal age appropriate. You know, Willett tested his bounds <coughs> all the way until, you know, all the way up through six, seven years old. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when he was seven, eight, and now nine, like, it's kind of cooled off. And now it's it's not really about testing his bounds. Now it's about um, he wants further explanation of everything. And I and I told him I said you're lucky because a lot of parents tell you because and that's it, that's all you get is because I said so. And I said I won't do that. Oh. But okay. he also takes advantage of it, and he his excuse is well I'm a, I'm a curious boy like I'm curious, uh, so I want to know why I'm not allowed to do this thing, and I want to know why. And it's you know he genuinely keeps me on my toes, but there <laughs> there are times when I just have to tell him, you know. Because it's not appropriate, or because yeah. it's dangerous, or yeah. because, you know, this. But then, he's also really open to that sort of communication and honesty, and it's... Oh, that's good. Refreshing. Jude... Jude is at the phase where he does not have a grip on reality as far as what is safe or dangerous, you know, goes. Right. And when I tell him, it's it's dangerous for you to stand up on top of the wooden stool in your socks. Yeah, right. His response is just, but I'm doing it and I'm fine. <laughs> like, he has no concept of potential danger, which is what makes it really hard. Um, you know, or, he, or and he's, also, he's also starting to lie a little bit when it comes to, like, things that, um, things that he could take to school. Like, no, my teacher said that I can do this. I said, dude, you know that... Via email, I have direct communication with your teacher, right? And that's when he'll yeah. just like kind of shut down. Like, Maybe a, what, what you want to do? You want to get him a little a little short stool <laughs> and get him up there on his and do it on a on a carpeted floor or something or on a nice soft rug somewhere and say, "This is why." <laughs> just <laughs> you know, shut him off. <laughs> you know, I mean, don't, don't knock him off the kitchen counter. But, you know, here, this is why because it's gonna hurt. You know. Now do you understand? Oh yeah, Daddy. Now I understand. Yeah. Oh, that would be that would be cruel. That'd be cruel. But effective. Hey, yeah, you know, just 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 don't let anybody uh, just don't let anybody hear that. It carries placards around. It's a cruel but effective parenting. There we go. That's... There we go. Yeah, a little short stool. Yeah, a little, a little... Somebody used to stand up on to go to the bathroom. Oops, there you go. See, that's why. Lesson learned. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, man. No broken bones and lesson learned. That's the best you can do. That's awesome. So aren't we supposed to be watching uh, Iron Maiden tonight? Oh, Iron Maiden. <laughs> Isn't that tonight? Uh, Inagata DeVita. Inagata DeVita. Live yes. The... Yes, Inagata DeVita is playing at the Kenneth Flash tonight. Not Iron, De- not Iron, Iron Maiden. Butterfly. Iron Butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. I just called them Inagata Davida. That's, yeah. that's where my mind went. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. Oh, let's see here. Uh, we were talking about this before. <laughs> the the members of the band. Do you know any of the members by name? I wouldn't know. Uh, you know, I almost looked it up this afternoon because I knew you were coming. I was going to look right. up and see the original members. Um, so I don't know if this is. You said it was was Jim. Jim Goss had a. Jim had it. He had a. Well, listening and it just he kept hitting his screen and hitting his so screen. And did hitting. it look like this with the pictures? No, not quite like this. Because this is um, this is showing three across um, band members. There's an organ, drums, and bass. I don't even know if it's in any kind of order. But this is the and now I'm scrolling back. <laughs> so See, that's what he did. This is all the names. Yeah. These are all the members of Iron. Had Butterfly. to be fifty of them, if not more. Oh yeah, and all they see. do is all they do is use the name. I was gonna I was gonna drag a book out. I got a book, but it's not it's not current enough. History. See former members. So it says here. This is this is interesting too. The years they're active. Well, it, great story too. Inagata Devita. Not a great story, but just side yeah, story. Side story. Um, Inagata Devita was one of the first songs that I learned by ear. Mm-hmm. On the guitar because mm-hmm. it had it on the record player and I loved it. I yep. used to love playing it, and I would play along with it. It was that, and actually, it's weird. Iron Butterfly and Iron Man from Black Sabbath. Iron Man was another one that I learned by ear. One of the first yeah. ones I learned, um, and then I got the tablature book for Nirvana, and it was all downhill from there. Oh, okay. So years active: nineteen sixty-six to seventy-one, and then seventy-four to eighty-five. And then 87 to 2012, and now to 2015 to the present. So the band, as it was, sort of took three time years. off. It's three years, right? Um, the members, currently, it looks like there's six current members. But then former, Ron Bushy, Eric Barnett, Michael Green. Yeah, I don't know any of these guys. None of that. None of that. I should have, I should have done so that. So here's the, the current version. members. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. And then former members... Starting with Doug Ingle. Oh, man. See, that's what he did. And I'm going, vocals, what? Vocals, vocals, <laughs> guitar, vocals, bass, guitar, guitar, vocals, vocals. Supporting musicians. Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's okay. a much shorter list, oh, but yeah. still. And then it's got a breakdown of the lineups. So who was the band in 66? Oh, my God. Hey, it looks like it was three different bands in 66, too. 67 to 69. So it even breaks down each year. This is Wikipedia. Wow. Wow. How many? Yeah. As much as I would love to support um, The Flash being a local nonprofit venue, it's $50 tickets. Yeah, that was was a little steep, you know. I don't think, probably none of the guys playing with them now were even born when they, right? you know. I mean, let's face it, they'd have to be, they'd have to be. What forty years old back to sixty six? You know? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, easily. That's that would be fifty years old. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's um. If they were born the year that the band was formed, they'd be fifty three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. right. <laughs> I bet you none of them are over. I bet you none of them are over thirty. <laughs> I was gonna go You're just right. to see what. Just to see it. Just to see what. Just to see what our butterfly look like, you know. <laughs> yeah, like we gotta finish this show quick because I gotta get back to my college class. Yeah, man. Um, no, I mean that's still. I have been. a curfew. <laughs> <laughs> it still would have been a good show. There's a. There's I, a I'm sure it would have been. A, I'm sure it would have been a good show. I mean, that's that was good music. It was good music, but I'm just really disappointed that none of them were. None of them were original. I mean, yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's just the just the name getting handed around. Yep, yep. Um, By the rights to it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, but, I'm glad you decided to podcast. Pass on that and with me instead. Not spend the fifty bucks for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because now it's time for Dad fears my trivia. Oh God, here we go again. I had a had a whooping the last time you did well here's, here's good news um i realized driving down here that i completely forgot to prepare 10 questions oh, for another, you. oh another, so. another one of these uh, okay <laughs> so right. i'm back to using right. the random trivia generator oh, on the good. internet right. but this um potentially will be better less um What's the word? Well, What's, a couple of those, couple of those questions were easy. I don't know whether it was a, whether it was the kids sitting here or not, 
whether it was Nathan and Olivia sitting here that uh, messed with my mind a little bit. I don't know. Right. Well, I I don't know, but we're gonna we're gonna use this. Um, if you would like the way this website is set up, I can actually pick categories if you want, like music or no, anything like that. No, I'll just shuffle it around. No, that would be too easy for me to do to you. you okay. Um, well then. Okay. Um, why don't we start here? With number one. With question number one. Okay. Which rapper... Oh, go oh, yeah. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? This is this is good though, and you you may actually know this. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, who knows? Which rapper was born Robert Matthew Van Winkle on October thirty first, nineteen sixty seven? Nineteen sixty seven makes him fifty years old. So tell me again. Robert Matthew Van Winkle. What rapper? Oh. Ice Ice Baby. What's his name? Yes, yeah, correct. There. Yeah, Vanilla right. Ice. Vanilla Ice. That's what it was. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> the only one I could think of. Be fifty years old. Yep. Nope. Nailed it. <clears throat> his real name is Robert Van Winkle. Now, that's one that I knew. I just wanted to. I wanted to make oh, sure okay. and ask it because okay. it's a. It's a good one. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, question number two. These questions are tougher on you than they are on me. Here we go. Oh. Question number two. In the sitcom Family Matters and the film Die Hard, actor Reginald Vell Johnson's character had what occupation? Reginald Vell Johnson. In the sitcom Family Matters yeah. and the film Die Hard, what was his character's occupation? I thought he was a butler. No, incorrect. He was Pal, Sergeant Al Pal. Oh, the police right. officer. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's all right. Family Matters. Yeah. Do you remember Family no, Matters? No, I never no. watched it. No. That was. I liked that show. It was a. It was like a. See, I always try to put something with a family that. I the Butler. Original Bill Johnson. You know the Butler in Die Hard. You remember? Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh, Could have been Die Hard Thirty Six. That's, that's true. There's been quite a few of them. Uh, question number three: Which water sport? Is the official state individual sport of Hawaii? Well, I'm going to have to go out on a limb here and say surfing. Correct. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> Correct. All right. All right. Surfing is the official state sport of Hawaii. There we go. <laughs> well done. Question number four. Who was the first U.S. president to be impeached? Oh, um... Um... Andrew Johnson? Correct! Yeah. Yeah, 1868. Well done. Yeah. We're doing great. Let's see. I'm going to pick a different category here. Yeah, let's do that. Question number five. Which two countries are connected by the Karakoram Pass? Oh, God. Two countries. Spell, spell Karakoram. K-A-R-A. Okay, K-A, okay. That's all I need. Yeah, that's all I need. Um... I don't know. Uh, Tibet and India. Half right? Half, yeah, I mean, Half right? yeah, China and India. China. I was going to, oh, okay. <laughs> it's darn close. All right. They're right next door. Yeah, right next door. Um, 
Get a half point for that one. Oh, boy. <clears throat> All right. Let's see. Question number six. Shown before a baseball game in 1941, the world's first television commercial advertised what product? Wow. 1941? I don't know. It's either going to be one of 27 things. No. Um... (laughs) Interesting. War bonds. Incorrect. No. Okay. No. Uh, Bolova watches. Bolova. Bolova. Bolova watches. Bolova watches. Uh, I could have had. I could have had twenty-seven guesses. And never got that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. I didn't. I mean, I would have even just accepted watches. But that's uh, learn something new every day. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Next time it comes up. <laughs> uh. Question number seven. What three-word parting catchphrase is engraved on voice actor Mel Blanc's gravestone? That's all, folks. Correct. (laughs) That's what I did know. Correct. (laughs) Oh, man. I used to love, love, love watching Looney Tunes with you. Oh, God, yeah. My Saturdays were... Epic. <laughs> Kids have no idea what a cartoon is, really. No. You know, cartoon is, is all anime or or Computer CGI. Yeah, yeah, it's all CGI or... They were some of the best cartoons. I'm sorry. That was, that was quite good. Yep. Um, I still... I showed... Uh, it, was, it was a while ago now, but I showed the boys um, Daffy Duck's Robin Hood... <laughs> with Porky Pig as Friar Tuck. Yeah. I was just like, I challenge you to make something this funny with only two characters. <coughs> right. Yeah. Brilliant. Right. Um, oh, I kind of feel like I asked you that before. It's also not. Well, all right. All right, number eight. Okay. Where would one arrive? At the second star to the right and straight on till morning. <laughs> second star to the right. Yeah. Um, that's that's funny. I should know what that is, too. So. I don't know. Neverland. Correct. There you go. Yes. Indeed. That came back. Yeah, that came back. <clears throat> All right. All right. Question number nine. What is the name for the monetary unit used in Thailand? Uh, goat. No. 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 Uh, I don't know. Uh, Thailand. Mm-hmm. Thailand. Hmm. Not a clue. Not a clue. All right, it's the bot. B H A T. The Thai bot. Okay, Thai bot. Okay. Thai bot. Um. All right. Question number ten. Phew. The change in a sound wave's frequency when the source and observer are in motion relative to one another is known as what? It's known as this word that's right on the tip of my tongue. The Doppler effect. Correct! Hey! Yes! There it is. Yes! There it is. Awesome. Well... Well done. Yeah. I wasn't keeping track of how many you got. But eleven. That was at least eleven. <laughs> was at least eleven, right? Yeah, it was uh, seven, I think. I don't know. I used to impress middle school kids with the Doppler effect because yeah. they would, you know, they understood it from weather radar and all that stuff. Right. I used to impress them with ex- explaining how it worked and why it could tell them 
where the weather was moving. Yeah, before everybody paid attention to the weather channel right. and the Doppler effect, it was always a car horn coming towards you. Yes. It was always a car coming yes. towards you with blowing the horn. Was a, was a, oh, well. Yeah, which is definitely um, an aspect of sound design in movies oh. that when... It's wrong. You really notice. You really notice it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize yeah. that you notice it until you go. Wait a minute. That's not. That's not what that car would sound like yeah, if it was going yeah. farther away. Yeah. Um, the other thing that gets me just randomly since we're talking about Random sound thoughts. design of movies. Random thoughts. Is an asphalt a tire squealing on asphalt when they're in the dirt road? Yeah. Well, the number of movies that oh, you yeah. see yeah. a tire yeah. spinning yeah. on the dirt road and you yeah. hear squealing out like in a parking garage. Yeah. What I like is amazing. Better yet is what I like when the guy is chasing another guy and his the soundtrack is forever shifting. <laughs> and yet he's just driving like this. You know the damn, right. you know the damn car doesn't have a standard transmission. In. He's driving a Cadillac or something but he's going, mm, 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 mm. you know, it's, you know, they need to work on that a little bit. <laughs> that definitely stands out. Yeah. But oh. you're, you're right, though, that that could be upsetting to a sound man, I'm sure. <laughs> I just see it all the time and can't unsee it. Yep. The one thing, uh, you know, I like hearing the Wilhelm scream. That's one of those, like, you know, it's in all the, all the, anything that Industrial Light and Magic does, it's in their oh. movies. That one, ah, like, oh, one okay. scream, it's yeah. in, like, all the Star Wars movies, all the, yep. whole bunch of movies. So, I like hearing that, though. Oh, well, good times, Dad. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I started, I, I actually meaning wanted to tell you this anyway. Um, so I did, May is coming up. So I'm going to do Song of Day May again. Oh, okay. I have decided that I am going to do a volume four of Song of Day May. It's not, okay. it's not just going to be a trilogy. Okay. So. I'm gonna lock myself okay. in my in my mental room, okay. and I'm gonna do 31 more songs, um, which is good. I have a whole bunch of of seed ideas for songs that throughout the entire year, whenever I get an idea for a song, I sing into my phone's recorder. It's almost oh, okay. almost as many as there are members of our oh, butterfly. Oh, butterfly. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, so hopefully the, it'll be successful. But in order to kind of push myself a little farther and um also to to try and do something and provide something that i hadn't done before i started a crowdfunding project using a a website called kickstarter and what it basically does is you set a goal limit and mine was 500 dollars, and then you ask your friends to donate to it and at certain levels they donate certain money they get certain rewards so like if somebody donated $15, $15, I'm going to send them a digital download code for Volume 4 when it's ready oh, online. Okay. So they'll get a digital oh, CD. Okay. If somebody downloaded $30, yeah. they're going to get a physical CD that's the best of, a best of that I chose and like remix. And, yeah. and I'm in the middle of remixing and remastering. A best of Volumes 1 through 3. So it'll be the best of Volume 1 for the first three years. I'm thinking mm-hmm. if I don't die doing this... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do this every three years. There'll be a different volume oh, okay. of best of every yeah. three years. Um, that way I don't have to put people through a Kickstarter every year. Oh, okay. Um, but so I asked her $500. I gave it 30 days. So I opened it up on April 1st. Okay. And today it got fully funded. What? Yeah. So between, there were a dozen backers. One of them was this advertising firm called the Creative Fund, which basically they donate a dollar to your thing and then they try and sell you on promoting it. Like, pay us to promote your Kickstarter. No, that's not how it works. Um, And then there was another random person that I don't even know that donated $5. And then the other 10 backers were all friends of mine who collectively donated $494 across... The different rewards. Really? So I fully funded the Kickstarter for $500. Um, the physical CDs, I'm going to make 100 of these best ofs. And I'm designing the album. Oh, it's right. going to be a, a four-cover a four cover jacket. Yeah. The disc in it, image on the disc and everything, shrink wrap sealed. Wow. Uh, so I'm going to get 100 of those done. And that's going to cost about 
uh, I think it's going to cost a little over $300 of that 500 Right. Um, the rest of the money I'm pretty much putting towards, I've signed up for a professional, a pro SoundCloud account so that I have a place. I have unlimited audio I can upload for the okay. podcast and for other stuff. So it's just kind of helping absorb that cost, the rest of it. But now I have 26 days left. So what I'm going to do is create a stretch goal. And my idea for that is if it gets 200% funded, like if I get up to $1,000, I'm going to give everybody over that $15 backer level a Mom Fears My Music t-shirt or (laughs) something like that or like a free downloads from the website. Um, So yeah, so that's, but like I thought that was pretty amazing that it's, and a lot of it were people that have been buying Song Day May for the past three years since I brought it out. Oh, so really? it was awesome that they, and uh, it was awesome to have that support. I've also learned that apparently um, being a touring artist, it makes you a lot of money. Because <laughs> all of my friends who were poor in theater yeah. who are on tour right now yeah. are the ones that donated the most oh, money. Oh, <laughs> okay. Hey. All right. But, um, Get down to the back of your mind. Just, yeah, just, yeah. That yeah. was the other, the highest, the highest backer level was, I said, if you donated $100, I was going to write a song and AMA song for you with your choice of oh, yeah. subject matter. Uh, so, um, but yeah, so I, I just thought that was awesome that in four days it got fully funded. Now, don't get me wrong. Kickstarter takes like 3% of the total money right. and the credit card company takes between like three and 5%. Yeah. So I'm losing 8% of the total money earned anyway, but right. it's, it was still amazing. That's wild. It's also inspiration to actually keep doing it because yeah. I was just I was ready to give up. <laughs> you were on the fence, were you? You were. Yeah. Uh, um, what would be amazing is if it just kept going and going and going, and I got like twenty five hundred dollars because I could really use a new laptop. My laptop is <laughs> dying, yeah. and to do sound design and recording right. and all that stuff, like it's eventually I'm gonna have to drop two grand on a new laptop, and I just don't. Ooh. have it in the foreseeable future Ooh. yeah and i don't want to borrow it from capital one either no <laughs> so but um yeah so i just wanted to to tell you that since that's pretty wild yeah so may 1st i have to start putting songs out there again <laughs> um but i have some ideas i have some i have some seeds and you know what half of the songs that come out wind up being random inspiration and then i just run into the room and i have everything set up actually i had to dismantle part of the setup to come to right. the podcast really but not in not too much one stand and one microphone i was okay. using to to mic the amp and mic my guitar um but yeah i'll have to show you and mom the video that i made because on kickstarter you can put a promo video uh, that basically explains your thing so i wrote a song to explain, to explain why i was that, doing okay. kickstarter because <laughs> that's that's what I do. That wasn't my idea, though. Uh, okay. That was that was somebody else's idea. Okay. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because I'm I'm excited. I really was like terrified because the first you know the first year I was balancing a, a pretty time intensive job with being a dad and a husband and like barely had any time to make music but that was the whole point of yeah. wanting to do it was I need to make myself make music because I love it when I'm doing it but I dread like the fear of the deadline, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the second year I had just lost my job at theater. Well, resigned in lieu of termination. And, <laughs> <laughs> but there was, so there was like all that weighing on me that I couldn't, you know, at, at first anyway, I mean, I found a new job in two weeks, so it was fine. But, and then just this past year, we were going through the, the separation and things right right at the beginning of May, things got really bad between us. And I was like, I'm not going to do Song of Day May. That's terrible. And then it turned out like I wrote some of my favorite songs last year mm-hmm. that I've ever written. Mm-hmm. So this year it was a whole new crop of excuses. You know, and I'm doing multiple other side jobs and, you know, mm-hmm. I have 50-50 custody of the kids, which is great, except that mm-hmm. I'm a solo co-parent and when I have them, I have them. And there's no... Right. You know, I don't want to hand him the iPad and say, wait here while daddy goes and records for an hour and a half. You yeah, know, that's, that's not true. that's not a good yeah. way to spend my time with them. And yeah. I want to take advantage of it. So it's good inspiration to make more music and yeah, all that stuff. So I meant to tell you that before we were recording, but I yeah. figured I might as well tell you yeah, now well, too. Well, well, 
Well, now I'll have a copy of it. Yes, you will. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, I totally didn't burn a oh, copy of well, the last. That's all right. You can just you just skim that one. Okay. Just skim that one out across the <laughs> out across the lake. Just see how many bounces you can get out of it. <laughs> I'll bring it. I'll bring it. I might even have a blank CD in my car. I'll I'll burn it. Oh, uh, all right. I may have been drunk then. I don't know what the, <laughs> what the problem was. I don't know what. Oh, did you have multiple other hmm? with which? No, I didn't get one. I didn't get one damn question right. Oh, the last time. Yeah, the last oh time. no. Yeah. Well, they were hard. Yeah. I mean, I did the same thing. I searched the internet trying to find. Yeah, but a couple of them good trivia. Yeah, a couple, couple of me should have gotten. gotten. I agree. I with don't that. know whether I was tired or. Just spaced out in general. I blame I, I blame Nathan. Uh, he was distracting you. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, thank you, Dad. Uh, that's all right. Uh, maybe I'll see you next month. I'm really gonna try. Yes. I'm yes. really gonna try and do it. <laughs> in the meantime, Inagata Davida. Yes, Inagata Davida, baby. Inagata Davida, baby. Don't you know that is the truth? There you go. There you go. Take that with you. You know. Here, here, here's another one for you.